podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Versed is men's activewear that's built to be comfortable, functional, and stylish. Their versatile clothing is made from fabrics that flex and fit perfectly for any activity, whether it's at the gym or on the go. Versed is fit for living, and these wardrobe staples are sure to be your favorite things to wear. Versed is available at Dick's Sporting Goods, or get 15% off regular price items when you go to VRST.com and use the promo code PODCAST15, all in caps. That's PODCAST15, all capital letters. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Um, we've got an intro to Fighting Cop Podcast. Alex, fill it with something great. Uh, well, we talked about uh, Harry Kane's little moment of brilliance. All, 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 the, all of the Christmas period. Christmas presents. What was your best Christmas out of nine, motherfucker? Nine. Nine presents. Nine. Is that the best? We've had the best Christmas period out of any Premier League team. Well, yeah, we, we always do. We yeah. always smash it up over Christmas. So, so there's we, nothing to worry about. Yeah, nothing to worry about. We talk. We don't even talk about porn or wanking this week. We talked a little bit about that's porn. Not true. We talk about uh, not degrading women. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we need to put a stop to degrading women. Stay woke. Stay woke. Uh, there's stuff about Butland and Larice. There's also is Vertonghen a Tottenham legend. Uh, we talk about Rose's injury. We've got a lot. There's, there's tons in. We cover all kinds of shit in this. Uh, thank you very much. We're back uh, from the new year. We're all feeling a little bit ropey, um, but it's uh, we're, we're, we're love. We're enjoying being back, I guess. And thanks for for having you all. And you got another pod on Friday. Another pod. Yeah, it's me again. Mm. Yeah, talking about. Uh, well, you'll, you'll figure that out. Okay. It's the fight in. Spurs are back. Spurs are back. Three, three fucking results on the bounce. Football's bright. Everything's great. Fucking beautiful, apart from Man City being obviously the best team that ever played the game. Spurs are back, though. That's the main thing. We love a festive period, pile-up of, of, of fixtures, and then delivering wallops left, right, and centre. We have not lost a Boxing Day game since 2003. Don't ask who it was against, because I don't know. I feel like it's Southampton. I'm just going to throw that That does it. ring a bell. Do you know they 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 appear to have beaten us quite a bit. Them and Charlton, yeah, in the early noughties. Yeah, 
How's everyone doing? How's their Christmas? We've got Alex from Bristol. Hello. We've flown his filth. Hey! And I'm Flav. Lovely to be back. It's been a long way. It feels like a long way. It's been about 14 days, which is a long time in podcast. podcast that is for us, isn't it? Yeah. What did you get for Christmas? Anything good? Uh, I got a very nice uh, Delane kind of annual thing. Yeah. You know, to oh, the bookie walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Um, Martin Cloak. Yeah, Martin Cloak. And uh, Adam Powley. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't that one. Hey? I don't know if it was that one. No, it was no, it was it was something quite generic. What colour? What, co- what colour is the cover? Is it brownish, goldish? Have you guys watched the documentary? The Lane documentary. It's, it's, been been it's been recorded. It's been recorded at home, but I've not watched it. So I'm, I'm I haven't watched it, and I'm not sure whether I will. Why? Because mm. it's like it's like I I know how I've, I've done it. I've gone through it. Like I've moved on in my brain. I know how shit Wembley is, and I'm hoping the new stadium would be great. I don't need another reminder about why this is all a little bit fucked at the moment. I, I agree, yeah. I must admit, I, I got the, this annual thing and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, that's really nice. Spent a couple, turned a few pages and thought, yeah, nah. I feel like I've done this. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know whether I want to do it re- again. Reopening up the uh, old wounds. But No, I'm the same. I've got it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. Though. What's the best present you got? Um, I just have a bit of a think, actually. A brother gave me a bit of money and I bought myself a, a bit of money. Yeah, I got a bit of money. Bit of cash. Spent it on a brass. <laughs> a bit, bit of spondoolies. <laughs> what did you spend your little <laughs> back under in the kitchen? What did you spend your bit of money on? I spent it on a brass and fucking Tanzania. Like. Lads, I'm only kidding. Lads. No, I, I spent it toward um, a DJ controller. That's one of my New Year's resolutions is to learn. learn oh yeah, you're DJ. mixing shit now. Yeah, yeah so I had to learn how. Yeah. And the other present I got was. Um, a Spurs sweatshirt, which is quite nice. It's um, but it says Spurs on the chest, but it's tonal, so it's the same colour as the jumper. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. But official merchandise. Yes, official stuff. Who bought that for you? My my other half. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I got a thermos flask which heats up, keeps food hot. And what did you keep in it this morning? Baked, baked beans with cheese. Fuck me. It gets probably cost about eighty quid for that. It puts baked beans in it. It's Absolute like work No, but listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I, I was woken up at four thirty because of the storm this morning. I couldn't get to sleep. I was panicking every minute that I laid in bed, not sleeping. I was panicking about the lack of sleep I was getting. And, and six thirty come up, and I was like, I've got to put something in this thermos flask. And I thought, I've got a veggie, veggie cheeseburger here. Maybe if I stuff that in. And, and close the lid <laughs> that'll keep it up for seven hours that's what it says on the side of the tin it says seven hours keep it up but I thought ah, that's ridiculous let me just put some baked beans in there so that's what I did um, that was my best best Christmas present other than the fact Spurs delivering over and over again as we always do on the, the, the festive break um, there's lots of football to talk about you've got Swansea the result Burnley which is probably the most impressive um, and Southampton uh, let's start with last night Swansea weird 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 game I think mainly down to the kind of I think the, the weather played a massive part in the fact that how uh, Swansea were competitive in the game what do you think? it was an equaliser um, I don't know if it was Bardi Alex said it was a, very much a leveller and I think Swansea kind of woke up about 20 minutes and started closing us down a bit more you know um, but I believe I, I thought we were in control I didn't think we were really under under that much threat. Um, what my takeaway from the game is probably just my annoyance at um, them going on about the offside goal. But um, have you have you seen the amount of kind of hatred Spurs are getting at the moment? And we've got a question later about um, Deli Ali. Actually, fuck it, let's do it now. So no, Deli, yeah, Deli Ali's getting like um, kind of booed by fans, and and like, how do you feel about that at the moment? And 
more more to the point, like Spurs generally are kind of getting a lot of stick from opposing fans. Like uh, at Burnley, mm. I thought the Burnley fans were absolutely pathetic. Mm. Like they're supposed to be this tough Northern, get on with it. It's about the, the game kind of philosophy, and it was just like oh. <laughs> They're, 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 they're tackling too hard. They're hurting our players. Do you know what I mean? It's. I love it. I, I, this is Spurs being hated by other people means that you're doing no successful doing club, right. and we're not successful yet because we haven't won much. But no successful club is. It, people aren't indifferent to successful football teams, at all. No. So about Deli Ali, he's uh, just. Um, I think he's handling it really well. I think. I think he knows the more... I think it's given him some confidence to go down, if that makes sense. I don't think he worries about going down if he feels, you know, a hand in the back or... Stop saying going down. Why? You're telling me on. Oh. <laughs> You've made me lost my flair. But, Drop into the floor. Yeah, I, I don't think he's... He doesn't strike me as worries about what anyone thinks or what other players would think of him or anything like that. I think he does what does he thinks he wants to do. it we have a player that you would hate if he didn't play for Spurs? I don't think I would hate him. Oh come on, you would. I would hate him if I would detest, detest his guts. But I like, no, I, but I, like I like having a player. I love love having a player like that. And, um, I think he kind of it's time to kind of warm to the role a little bit because um, he gave a bit of a smirk when he scored. If you say anything, you've been booing me all all night. I got a jammy rebound off my off my toe, yeah. you know, to make it two nil. And his numbers are actually better than last season. There's a lot of talk that he's Is that not. True? At, I believe they are. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of talk that he's not at the level he was last season. But he's. He's quietly doing bits. I think I think his all round play was better last year. In terms of the, 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 there's something about the way he's behaving or the way he moves or the way he uh, well, body language. Inf- yeah, he's influencing the game. There's an arrogance to it, which which all if he I, mean, I don't think he is at this level yet of of, of, of a great or anything like that. But he, he certainly got the ability to become to become one, and and there's not many players who don't have that swagger. This is a touch extra inch, but his role has varied a wee bit. I mean, last night he was even been as deep as Wanyama at times, and this season he's been kind of playing deep in some deeper in some games as well. So um, there's, there's a lot of strings to his bow, and we have um, a lot of malleable players within our squad, and who all just do what's asked of them. Um, I guess the Soka is probably the most malleable player. He doesn't really got a role, but he will just do what's asked of him. And um, I think Deli Ali's had to do that a little bit more this season. What, what, how, how, where are you with Sissoko currently? Because you were talking about him, I don't know if he was joking or not, but I think he'd done, he done well against Southampton when he came on. I, and I think he's kind of deserving of his place around the squad currently. Is I, he or not? I, I find know. the hatred of him a bit pantomime. People really do get yeah, upset by him. Does anyone really hate him? Well, Anyone's I, like I'm, reading, I'm, I'm reading, I don't want to talk about social media because we've we had parts of talking about social yeah, media. Yeah, we, but, yeah um, we're done with that. Yeah. But... Um, I do see a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of anger towards him, even mm. in, even on WhatsApp among, among my friends. Um, he isn't. He's not great to watch. He's not really a footballer, but he's someone who just makes himself a bit of a nuisance. And I think it's good to have a player like that around. If things were different this season of injuries, he wouldn't be seeing as much game time as he is. But as it as it as it stands, mm. he's been playing a lot of games and he's not disgraced himself a lot of the time. So we kind of find that. Come, on, oh, I sit where I sit. I'm kind of surrounded by kind of old shelf boys, right? And they quite like him. 
And, and it's kind of gone past the point of, oh, you are so fucking shit, to, it's not like go on, Suzuko, go on, my son, you can do it, keep going. It's kind of at that point now. The impression and, uh, I got last season was that he didn't seem like he cared that he was trying on, but this season he's like, he's really trying on. Yeah. Turning, turning I've no issue with him being in and around the squad. <coughs> I mean, he's played apart from... Um, no, he came on. So he's played pretty much every. Was, when you said about stuff, I was trying to remember. It seems that's the thing with this time of year, and it? it's difficult. It kind of all merges into one. But um, yeah, I, I came on against Swansea and <coughs> kind of did what he did and won a few 50-50s, Carried the ball a little bit. Nice. Uh, Lamella's back. Uh, it's not in a running order, but Lamella's back, and um, I'm 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 really happy for him. Mm. He looks very. He looks almost like he's like calmed somewhat. He's less erratic. He's yep. more calm. Um, against against Swansea, he. Uh, he showed the, the the correct attitude, the correct level of aggression and, and calmness on a pitch that was chopped up to bits. I just thought he he was among our, our while he wasn't outstanding, more reliable and, and steady players during that game. I thought when he got pulled off a son, and he would do because he hasn't, you know, he's not, yeah. you know, he's not fit. He's not match fit, and the son's always going to stay on ahead of him because of that. It was actually if they were both match fit, son son would have been pulled earlier because of perhaps. The way the pitch was running for him, you'd think, especially last night, right? You'd think you'd, I would have thought someone like Lamella might have you know, down tools a little bit on a on a pitch like that. You say, "Oh, look, what I try and do isn't isn't mm. going to work." Not down tools. That's probably the wrong. Not attitude wise. I just mean, you know, it's easy to become very you know, disheartened when when it's a pitch like that. I think, and you're a type of player that Lamella is. But I, I'm I'm so happy he's back. He looks a tad bigger to me as well. He looks. He looks a little bit bigger um, on behalf of his body. More mature, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. His hair's not a fucking monstrosity <laughs> anymore. It's like a decent little haircut. He has seen, seen an awful lot in his time at Spurs. Um, we think that Ericsson has been at Tottenham for longer. You just kind of naturally think it because he's obviously played mm. every season he's, he's been at Tottenham. But Lamella joined at the same time. And so Lamella has seen, you know, Tim Sherwood. He's seen the early days of Pochettino when there was a bit of unrest in the squad. He's seen a fair bit at Spurs. And... Um, I think that probably feels like one of the oldest statesmen, so to speak, in, in the squad. Could I just say about last night in general, though, I thought, um, I, I didn't think that game was going to hit 60 minutes at one point, you know, just before half time on that, sort of uh, the, 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 the area, yeah, the area of the pitch closest to the camera was really starting to um, to, to yeah, slow the ball down and, and there was one up, there was one moment where the ball almost stopped and, and it meant that Trippier had to kind of fly into a tackle and that's what refs look for, you know, players having to change their behaviour because of the way the, boat, the ball's movement on the pitch. But that was that was a difficult game last night, away from home against a team that had just had a fantastic last 10, 15 minutes or so against Watford mm. um, and was quite clearly their plan again to come late again last night. And oh. it was a thoroughly deserved win and, and it's a game... But I think we've probably said this a lot over the last couple of years, but the old Tottenham would never have won that game in a yeah. million years. Yeah, I, I came away with it thinking that was a fucking really good result. I mean, you look at it, look at the table, Swansea, you know, they're bottom of the table or second bottom, and they're you know they're in trouble. Like you said, there was a good result that, that they've kind of rebound from. They didn't play badly yesterday at all. No. I think the conditions helped them, but. We came through it. We got a clean sheet. We got that goal. Kane came on, and we've known. You know, everybody knows Kane's a footballer as well as a, a as a goal scoring machine. But that ball was, was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. was ridiculous, wasn't it? it was on an area of the pitch which was the worst affected to be able to carry the ball and actually strike it the way you want to strike it. Um, <coughs> I think um, 
The only negative at all from last night is how energy sapping that would have been last night. Yeah, anyone that has ever played football on on that on that type of pitch at any level knows how hard that is. It's a good job that, that obviously Kane's only played a tiny bit of football. Um, I think Son's going to be affected somewhat. I think you see Sissoko play start against West Ham, and I think um, Ali might even be dropped. I think Winks will come in at, at Wembley. You know. I hope not. I, I just think. I Sorry, just think what? with this. With it, do you know what I don't like about you, Alex? Yeah. Just oh, so you know, one of them or all no, of them? no. I oh, love okay. you deeply, but there used to be a happy-go-lucky, Alex. Hey, I no, 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 no. And you've turned. You've changed. You've changed. You start scapegoating. I'm not scapegoating. You hate. You hate Ben Davis's guts, and he I was brilliant last Davis, night. Yeah. He was brilliant. Uh, yeah, he was all right last night. No, he wasn't all right. He was very good. He was among our top three performers. But irrelevant of that, what I mean from that West Ham that. that this is uh, they've had a, a fantastic result last night last minute mm. uh, we know what type of uh, effect that can have on teams in terms of just buoyancy especially when a game comes up so close how often do you get a game where it's two days apart they're going to be they're going to be buzzing from from that result and, and they're going to come out the traps quite quickly so I would rather I'd rather start um, what I would deem to be our, our, our stronger team and then then look at it after an hour if, if need be rather than the other way around yeah we've got the FA Cup at the weekend so I don't think yeah. we're going to play a strong team for that yeah it's true no I say AFC Wimbledon you, you can't You got these are opportunities for respite aren't they yeah um, Sanchez could have I mean this is one of the most divisive moments of the game I didn't know you got booked yeah so a mate of mine was saying oh he's very lucky but I'm like why 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 because Sanchez was fine I realised he, he had yellow earlier yeah yeah um, what, what did you think he, he should have gone shouldn't he if he did, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been up in arms about it. Yeah, I'd have been furious if that was the other way around. He, he should have gone. 100%, yeah. yeah, yeah, he should have gone. And it wasn't. It wasn't malicious. It doesn't have to be. No, he's made a mistake gone. in terrible conditions. He's, he's took it too far, and, and then and then the play- inexperience has, 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 has resulted in him making a challenge like that. Exactly, he's inexperienced. The guy's yeah. going nowhere. Just shepherd him. Yeah. Where, where's Bar- his body's? Oh, is that in the second half? At the end. Can we do it now? No. Because it, what? Alright, right, go and do it now then. Just, <laughs> just, the fact you put your foot down no, 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 no. and then he says it's why and you can't. The reason being is that we're talking about the games, not worth not much to say about the game, so Alright, um alright, okay, we'll we'll save it to the end then. Um apologies. Put your foot down, T. Don't let him just No, 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 no I've just, just, just backed down. I've just backed down. No, no, T, tell him. Ask it if you want. No, 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 it's fine. You're talking about T, you're right. You're right, I'm wrong. Alex, you only get your your face punched in. Again. Next. Alright. Jim underscore Matcham uh, on Twitter he says what were the worst conditions in which you've ever watched Spurs mine was versus Southampton in the stupid cup they introduced during the Euro ban absolutely freezing at the lane with fuck all crowd for warmth what's the worst conditions you've ever watched Tottenham in I've got a couple but T you've got one as well Um, I'm sure Alex will probably share this one Um, Man United won all in the snow when Dempsey got the late equaliser was he there no I wasn't that was pretty bad what do you mean? In what, what, in oh, it's just a weather, it was just snow. I thought, it was, I didn't even know the game was going to go ahead. Yeah, they get delayed by they, half an hour. They get, end, got delayed. Um, countless times at Fulham away because <laughs> um, that corner next to the away end has no yeah. cover. So it's just countless games there. Um, Wigan played Wigan on a Friday in the FA Cup. That was pretty... Up north? No, no, no. In, in Wild Lane. Mm. Mod just caught a header on his knees. Um, that was a bit of a mad... That was a bit of a mad one. I think... Um, I've got two. I've got um, I've got <coughs> uh, Prague in the second time we played them in February, 
uh, in Prague on Valentine's Day. Um, two two reasons. One, my girlfriend wasn't happy that I'd gone to watch Spurs, uh, nor was she happy that she heard Spurs fans singing "I Love Tottenham More Than You" <laughs> during you know the, the the broadcast of the game. But also they're just bitter cold, like the cold I've never felt in all my like all my life. And and the Slavia Prague Stadium had a running track round it. It was open in the most extreme. They had a roof, but it was it was like a there wasn't it wasn't like White Hart Lane where it's all kind of it's freezing at times, but still you're in it together. This was open, and I thought I was going to die. At the times I thought this is this is the end, and not a bad way to go. Uh, and luckily, I was dragged into the warmth of a, a strip joint uh, where some <laughs> strippers rubbed their boobs on my face and warmed me up. But eventually, um, you know, we got to that position. The other one was uh, South End at home in the. Uh, was it League Cup? Yeah, it was like a League Cup game. Was it? Yeah, and it was nil-nil, terrible game, freezing cold, and uh, Jermaine Defoe scored a goal in the in extra time. Um, but it was funny because me and me and Ricky were in what would have been Southend's away end, hmm. but I knew they didn't take the tickets or they were upstairs. I'm not sure what it was. But in front of us is the section where the disabled fans sit, and uh, one of the carers of the disabled stands was giving the guy chips like feeding him chips and like which is probably hungry nice thing to do Uh, and then every now and then the carer would stick a chip in his mouth and everyone was like whoa hey don't lick his chips and then he'd feed feed him again and then nobody he said another one so let's try and sort this out this is fucking outrageous he's stealing his chips fucking mental Um, those those are the two worst conditions I've ever been in have you got one Alex yeah mine was Mine was of my own making, though, because I remember going to watch uh, Spurs-Southampton 5-0, Timothy Atuba had that game of his life. And for some it was boiling, and for some reason I'd worn this kind of, like, striped jumper-type thing, and I just had nothing underneath and was just sweating. And I, me- and I remember thinking, at about 70 minutes, thinking, I, 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 I might pass out. <laughs> I might pass out here. On my own, I went on my own. And... Uh, was just I just remember I, at one point I just remember just sitting down. Everyone was stood up. I remember just sitting down with my kind of uh, arms on my knees, just looking down, just watching the sweat drip really? like that onto onto the floor. It was horrible, yeah. But it was my own making. I could have just took my shirt off. Um, when Yama returns, yes, thank God, was fantastic, thank God, it was so good. It was he was good. He, he was, was brilliant. Was, I mean, yeah, I mean he's he was good. You were right about that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So we had this conversation. It was like this is this cause that when when you when you're in, playing in those conditions. It's not about technical ability. It's about heart, drive, power, all the shit that you love, regardless yep. of the situation. Mm-hmm. But in this inst- instance, it was about how can we get the players on the pitch to have the drive, passion, and grit, and re- that are ready to get stuck in and win every fifty-fifty ball. And Sissoko has that for sure. Like it, it, technically, he's limited, but his heart and desire, I think, is one hundred percent there. Wanyama as well. Yeah. Love the fact that you come back in that. Team made a great point in the fact that this isn't the game that you want a player returning from a serious injury um, to, to go into. Yeah, for the circus, might Yeah, you can one slip, one, 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 you know. Yeah, I get that, but also. His muscles also, are not as strong. What I'm saying is, the muscles are not strong. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. But also, the, the pace of the game was relatively 
was a bit slower than yeah. perhaps we would have been. So it kind of goes in two ways. I'll tell you another player who was limited technically, but but didn't shirk away from anything last night, and that was that was Trippier. He flew into a, a couple of really decent challenges. Did one of Tom Carroll. Actually, tweeted about him and, Ta- him Tom and Carl. that one with him and Tom Carroll. Tom what, Carroll what was fantastic. He tweeted saying, "Oh yeah, um, sorry." So there's a picture of him in tack- him tackling Tom Carroll, and it says, "Yeah, I definitely won that 50-50 And he asked Tom Carroll. They yeah. both they both went in full body, yeah. and 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 as soon as Trippier won the ball, both of them sprung back up, little tap on the back. To each of them, love it. That's really I, nice. I live yeah. for that shit. And <laughs> in the last night, um, we actually went four-one-four-one. I don't think I've ever seen us do that. We just had one defensive midfielder, which mm. was a uh, dire. Um, and uh, we, have, we have played that before, um, probably, but not in recent memory. Mm. Um, but um, that's kind of why I didn't want my uh, number to come. And I thought, well, but then Sanchez had the had the had the escape with, yeah. the, with the red card. So I guess it was kind of necessary to bring on my but. I like that we just had like four players just like behind the striker. Just. I love the element of calm he brings to everything, Wanyama. It's, you know, Dyer has had a quietly fantastic season, I think, while being asked to do an awful lot. But if it comes down, I mean, I don't think Dembele's the same the same player as, as he once was. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem but, that way, is um, it? He's been linked with AC Milan. Oh, really? Mm. And I wouldn't be, if he went in January, I wouldn't, well, actually, it would depend on who you got in, but. If he went say in the summer, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be as devastated perhaps as it happened last year. But um that Wanyama comes in and was just you know, tackles where it's just because he's he's read everything five, ten yards earlier than everyone else where he's he doesn't have to be sprinting and making He's a very intelligent players. player. Yeah, he really we've is. Got, we've got two players that come back in Lamella and Wanyama that we haven't had the entire season. I think that's easy to forget. You know, we're we're just outside the we're just outside the um top four. the top four. We beat West Ham tomorrow night. It's one point behind Liverpool and Liverpool fans. If you talk to them, are having the fucking season of their life. Mo Salah's the return of the fucking Christ. Yeah, right? Where the fuck's he come from? Uh, he's always very good. He's always very good. Um, you know, so it's, it's all it's all very. You know, it's a good situation for Spurs currently. Three wins on the bounce. If we beat West Ham uh, at Wembley, we fucking owe them cunts. We do. That was what are you doing? I you lost my beer. What? Have you got it? We'll figure it out in a second. There you go. There it is. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, West Ham predictions quickly. Oh, I can't predict that shit. Just, just, just let you know. We're having. Um, we're we're going to release another podcast on Friday as a reaction to whatever happens against West Ham. Uh, so we can do a little reaction, and then another one on Monday as well. Uh, we've got a, a fresh face on the podcast, Adam Boltwood of the Front Free. Formerly of uh, the Football Republic, people like that. Good housewife's favourite. You listen to his voice, such like silk. Really, you don't come in your pants. Listen to this guy talk. I've I've not uh, I've not had the pleasure. Yeah, I, I mean it's not even it's not it's not like a homosexual thing. It's That's just it, 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 he 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 impregnates women with his voice. It's just the Andy. way it is. Yeah, I mean, so isn't that because he's got kids all over the place? <laughs> uh, there was one other thing I probably didn't point out is that um, you've noticed you're not talked about transfers so far in this podcast because we're going to do. A special pod each week for transfers during this window. Yeah. So um, Monday's pod will be primarily about um, Spurs and porn, and the second pod in each week will be about transfers and more porn. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about but, porn at all? Yeah. Well, what's, what's your niche, currently? No, let's let's not. I, I get pelters to talk about porn every time. My my, my my niche currently is twinks. Twinks? What's that? <laughs> what is it? 
Tell me, because you want to know about this? I'm mucking about it. It's, oh, not, it's like women. They're like, like pretty. Uh, w- women lifting men is somehow oh, really? for me. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you know? I've mean, noticed you post a few things in the WhatsApp group right now. Not see, <laughs> see, we're not cutting now. I thought like, it was like a board game or something. Like some kind of nakedly board game. Strong women. With the, I, I understand that as well. Like Ronda Rousey, the fact that she can kick my ass makes me want, like, it turns me on a little bit. Uh, it doesn't, and then that makes me worry that I'm sexist. Wow, wow. Why? Well, I should be alright with a, a woman kicking my ass. That doesn't say you're not alright, it's just saying it doesn't turn you on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying like, I want Ronda Rousey to come and kick my fucking face in, and she could. I'm just saying that the fact that she could, and still let me have sex with her, is what's arousing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like she's, what's that twin? She's the ma- no twin. Twin. If, if I type that twin, in, twins is like, 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 like a, pr- a gay, pretty young gay gay boy. That's oh, what. I, that was just a joke. Oh right. I mean, if it weren't a joke, it's not a problem. No, but yeah, fully... I would have been expecting to be. I would be lifted. I, I would have been confronted with that. I was expecting you to know what was going on there. Uh, and uh, just backfired in my face. Anyway, look, uh, lots more to discuss in the second half. I've got some quick fire questions, news and articles around the world from Tottenham, and the best part of the fighting cock, as always, is the questions from our dutiful listeners. Yeah, we need back to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you. I got your back. New Year, same old Windy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan, and a very happy New Year to you. I hope you've had an excellent Christmas break, um, as have Spurs. Loanies, less so. Connor Ogilvy played a run of three matches at left-back for Gillingham before being a sub on New Year's Day. He did come off the bench then on 73 minutes, so all was not lost. Tom Glover was on the bench for all of the Central Coast Mariners games over Christmas. Josh Onoma was an 18th-minute sub for Villa at Brentford, coming on to play wide left and scoring with a header on the half-hour mark. He then went off after 37 minutes in their next game against Middlesbrough and missed their subsequent 5-0 thrashing at Bristol City through injury. Finally, Cameron Carter-Vickers started three of Sheffield United's matches over Christmas, coming off on 31 minutes against Bolton, but fit enough to take a place on the bench in their match on New Year's Day. So what's going to happen with Onoma? I am struggling to see the benefits of his loan at Villa currently. He's playing in the side where they play a lot of long ball. They're not really playing possession football. He's a talented, technical, possession-based midfield player. Needs to really be at a club playing a three-man midfield where he's going to see a lot of the ball and have freedom to run with it. He's not getting at, at uh, Villa at all. I think we should recall him ASAP. I'd love to see him get some minutes against AFC Wimbledon. Um, and go from there, perhaps try to find him alone in the Premier League or at the very least in a team that plays some kind of similar style to, to what he might be suited to. I'm starting to think that it's not going to work out for Josh at Spurs. I'm such a big fan of his. He's one of the best technical central midfielders I've seen in all of my time watching our um, youth teams. And it will be a huge shame if it doesn't work out for him. There's so much potential there, but I don't feel that he's got... The, the full faith from, from our coaching team. So we'll wait and see. Uh, speaking of um, chances against AFC Wimbledon, this feels like a real opportunity to give youngsters some minutes and I'd be really disappointed if that doesn't happen. I mean, our under-21 side nearly beat Wimbledon in the Checker Trade Trophy, so we should find it fairly easy to, to beat them in the um, in the FA Cup. 
I'd be hopeful that, you know, at least Foyth and Walker-Peters would play a part from the start. And I'd love to see the likes of Sterling, Edwards, Skip, maybe even Bennett's or Shishua on the bench. You know, have Kane and Eriksen on there just in case, but have plenty of youngsters on there in case we're 3-0 up and cruising and can give them an opportunity to get some minutes under the belt. But, you know, Pochettino, although much has been said about how much he brings through young players, and that's true with the likes of Deli Ali, Eric Dyer, Harry Kane, he hasn't really brought through many academy players, just the one so far in, in Winks. And I'm starting to think that he doesn't really have as much faith as I once thought in our academy. Anyway, I don't want to start off the year on a depressing note, so I'll cut that short there. Fingers crossed by the time I speak to you next, we'll have seen plenty of the youngsters involved against Wimbledon. And as ever, if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much once again for joining us in 2018. What a lovely time to be alive. Thanks, Wendy. Spurs, yeah. Cheers, Wendy. Spurs, free you on the bounce. We're smashing people up. Do you know what? I've, I've had a, a couple of people... Um, my, my DMs are open on Twitter. So send really? Me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, send, send me... You know, I've enjoyed it. I opened them up and... I know, I just wouldn't I, have struck I, me as you being that type of person of having open DMs. That's all. Uh, was that a resolution of yours? No, no, no. I, I didn't... I, it wasn't... It was nothing, really. I, I just... I, I noticed that they were... That no one could DM me unless they were following me. And I thought, well, I'll open it. See what happens. And you just you do get some weird stuff mm. coming through. But <clears> the most important thing, actually, is people come and say, I never wanted to uh, tweet this openly um but the amount of how how um the fighting cock has helped me get through some really dark times oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. really nice exactly, yeah. i mean no it's not nice for them but it's nice to know that we've helped people in that way and again it's not what we set out to do that's pathetic you know what i mean we talk about football it's, it's nothing mm. but they said like it's one of the few a young lad messaged me said it's one of the few things that um i look forward to during my yeah, darkest it, period and that that like, it hit home a little bit that it's a nice thing that other than being dickheads talking mm. into a microphone talking about Spurs, actually there's some people out there that's... Uh, yeah, absolutely. We had a, I had a couple of people um, come up to me at the last live show we did for the Arsenal game that said very similar. Um, and there's, and there's a, a couple of guys who, who have come regularly since uh, since then. There was, a, there was a young lad at the, the last game at White Hart Lane when we did the recordings of people uh, recording their memories um, yeah. of White Hart Lane and... and uh, he came up to me that day and said about how much he enjoyed the podcast. It's just something for him to have on when it's a difficult period and that type of stuff. And mm. it is really nice. It's it's it makes every it's, it makes all the travelling and all the work that goes into this uh, stuff even more worthwhile than it already is. Absolutely. Yeah, so no, that's it's, it's, it's amazing. Thing, on yeah. a similar note, I mean, I presume a lot of people listening will have seen Aaron Lennon's tweet. Mm. Yep, um, they're talking about his um, the hard time he had earlier on the scene, the appreciation he had for everyone. So um, it's quite nice to see him come out the other side. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure, and and, and that's, uh, I guess that's a message for anyone, you know, worried about sort of some of the, or, or, or suffering tough times or going through some difficult stuff. Winston Churchill once said, "If you're going through hell, keep going." You know that that's that's pretty much it because there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know where this came from, really. I just wanted to say it. Um, I, I've also got some weird stuff sent to my DMs. Um, more of that. If you want to send anything weird. Slide into my DMs, no issue with that at all. <laughs> well, we should do. We should bring Snapchat back. We can, but it's a bit weird because it's visual and we're kind of explaining what we've seen. And yeah, that. but it's fun for and, us. And, and, and the best stuff is we can't even say what we've seen. 
Yeah, they just, they just sniff, sniff Well, yeah, co- we'll just send it to they, us they, anyway. They sniff cocaine off a Russell Brand book. <laughs> you know, we can't exactly share and say that, can we? Yeah, but it's or fun you, for us. Yeah, if you want to just, just, if you want to send stuff that you know is only just going to be for our just, just viewing DM pleasure, us. do it, yeah. Yeah, send it to us. Uh, or DM, DM, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with anything, open for anything, dick pics, bad shots. <laughs> bad uh, shots. I don't, I, I, the, the sexual thing doesn't interest me so much. Uh, but the weird stuff that comes through, I'm like fascinated. When when I see like a DM, and I was like, you have to request it. So if someone sends you a message for a DM, yeah. you don't have to engage in the conversation. They don't know whether you've accepted it or not. Oh, right. So you send what you want, and I might reply, I might not. Uh, Flav underscore Bateman. <sighs> I'm curious to see what's going to happen. That's, that's fun, yeah. Well, I'll, let guys, I'll, I'll let you guys know what happens. Uh, probably nothing, to be honest. Quick fire questions has come back. This is a question, right? Like, let me explain this to you, Alex. I don't know where this comes from, and I, sw- I feel like you make stuff up in your own head. T. See how you're talking where About you don't me. need to be talking. This is where it comes from. Right, right. When what we say is yes or no, right? Not yes, no, but I don't know. Not that. Yes or no. All right, Al. Do you understand? You understand the rules. I do. I'm, I'm, I can be as bad sometimes too. No. Oh, don't do that. All right, uh, Pete Weston on Facebook says, "If your house, you, if you're in a house, <laughs> if you're fire, in on, your yeah. house by yourself and you have a dump, do you shut the bathroom door?" No. Yes. No. I like the. Well, what are you doing? Shut up. Next yeah, question. I'm the host. I do no, what on, I want. Get on with it. How about you? Fuck you. <laughs> I like the. I like. I like. I like having the enclosed space. I like having the enclosed that. space. I don't like the door open because anyone can come in. It's half the fun. What are you saying now? I was a joke, come on! No, 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 no come on, let's do it next, what's next? It what's next? A, oh, the quick fire mate, there's questions. Some, there's some banter here, there is some banter here to have. Alright, do you? What? You're, you're, you're a man who's gone, who's, who's had a sit-down pee at <laughs> Wembley. Do you know what, right? That? Uh, midway through um, the, uh, what was the last game at Wembley? Did you play? Southampton. Southampton <laughs> game. Uh, I went into that same bit again. And I, and I, but I, I did shut the door. But why, and, uh, what, what I'm saying, like, for people that don't know, you, it was when Spurs were losing to Chelsea. Yeah, I was like, annoyed. Yeah. You was annoyed, and you pulled your pants down to your ankles and sat down on on. Well, I was, I was pissed as well. I wasn't, you know, I was heavily, you know, intoxicated. Inebriated, yeah. And it was annoying. People were annoying me because they were complaining about how long it was taking, and 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 people like locking doors. You're just going for a piss. Just, just hope, leave. Just. Fanning around with the locks because some of the locks were broken and not. Rushing. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just I like a sit down with. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of them. I've not done that in a long, really? long, long time. Well, comfortable. I've never done that ever. Why? Never had a Why sit wouldn't down. you just sit down? Give yourself, give yourself a few minutes. It takes literally twenty seconds for me to have a piss. I'm not going to sit down and tuck my dick between my legs. Tuck it. Well, we'll push it through. Not tuck it. <laughs> his dick gets the water because his dick is so <laughs> yeah. big. I've had so it when it kind of flushes <laughs> and my dick, the dick gets wet. Yeah. Gets sucked in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's sucked in. It's not that big. It's just it's big. You've got to big in. There's a song actually called When I Shit, My Dick Touches the Water. <laughs> Look for it on YouTube. Is, who, who's that guy? Some random bloke. Right, okay. Um, so, does Champions, League, uh, does Champions League qualification matter more this season because of the new stadium? Or is it just the same as any other season? Yes, if it's the same. Or no, if it isn't. Tim Lucas Facebook no no it's not the same I don't think there's any pressure no. I mean it's pressure from fans let me read the question well, again, I I think well, well, what are you doing what <laughs> no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right uh, would you have Butland if Stoke went down yes or no yes. that's from meh Jamie on Twitter yes. yes no I mean yes I would because I um, alright I just spoke to the guys in the office and apparently he's quite good with his feet 
But to me, he looks like Alex in goal. <laughs> it's kind of short. It's kind of a little bit tubby. Probably can't get up to the, the you know the top hand corner of the goal. He's got a flashy. If he could, he would. I've done a long time ago. Uh, Chicago Spurs on Twitter says, "Could you cast? Uh, could the cast of the fighting cock defeat a grizzly bear without a firearm? Yes or no? Of course no. not. No one could. If it's still quick fire, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. No, you couldn't. I don't care. Right. You could not. If if defeat it means humanely wrestle it without hurting its hurting it or its pride, and then like release it back it's out. Yeah, pride. I could yeah. What are you talking? Are you about? Steve fucking Irwin? I don't want. It. I don't want it to be upset. I will. It will tear you apart. You you could um, keep a bear, a grizzly bear, calm. I I I if out of any of us in the in the cast, I'm the one that looks the most like a grizzly bear, right? To take a shirt off. Yeah, exactly. Right. So he'd he'd be thinking, oh, hello, this is just a younger, you know, upstart male. I'd be able to, you know, lure him in and then pin him down, then release. Quick, quick fire questions. <coughs> Last one. Uh, is Vertonghen the Tottenham legend? No. Can we, can we talk a little bit about this? Why? One? Because it, there, there's, there's a nuanced <laughs> debate here. All of them are nuanced. Go ahead. Debate, but yes. Uh, no, he isn't there. So what's the nuance? I think he will, I think he will be. <laughs> I think... Uh, uh, but hasn't he done a lot more than most people we call legends? The issue, the issue we have in I the mean, last... has he done as much as Teddy Sheridan at Tottenham? The issue we have... Well, Teddy Sheridan didn't win anything at Spurs either, so I guess they're kind of a... <coughs> It's a fair comparison. <coughs> but I think we do need to win something for people to kind of be remembered in, in that kind of way. I, 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 on, I couldn't disagree more. I couldn't <laughs> disagree go. more. Who, I've brought him out. Who says that we have to win? No, only, the only people that say we have to win stuff is what people tell us that, that of what people define. I'm trying. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to. What, 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 I'll tell you what. Trying, no, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got it right. It annoys me that. Outside influencers say that we have to win things or players have to win things to be counted as world class or as legends. A legend or is is what you want it to be. Jermaine Defoe to me is a legend because he gave me so many fantastic memories and so fan, so many fantastic moments. I wasn't he's a there. Hero. I wasn't there when no, Gascoigne was there. Not, I wasn't there when when Hoddle no, was there. Uh, Defoe is a legend because he was so shit. Absolutely not. So, no, no, Spurs were terrible, and he done he pulled up trees. Don't care. But, but, this, but, but why? Why? What no, but, no, but this is my point: is everything is so personal. I, I, I struggled. To, I was. I never watched Glenn Hoddle live. I was. I've never watched Paul Gascoigne live for Tottenham. I haven't seen any of these things. So, to, for people like me, like Robbie Keane and and Jermaine Defoe, that's that's my You're Spurs upbringing. Subs- so there's nothing for anyone to tell you who is a legend and who isn't. It's a subjective thing. Hmm. Yeah, of it course is. it is. So, but what, why isn't Jermaine Defoe? Because he didn't win anything. But how could he have done in that team? Um, so you're you're basically saying he should have fucked off to Man United or anyone else. He got okay. Let, let's start from the beginning. <clears throat> Vertonghen isn't a legend because what has he done to be a legend? Nothing so far. He's a legend in that he's played very well the last couple of seasons. He's probably I said last night. I, I strongly think he should be our captain and not Hugo Lloris because um, yeah, I think he should be our captain because I think he's more vocal. And on the pitch, he feels like more of a captain than Hugo Lloris does. I don't think any of the players are legends yet because, um, I don't know, I think a legend for me is someone who's synonymous with, with, with the club. And and for Alex, <coughs> Defoe and Keane are legends for him because they're synonymous with how he feels about Tottenham. They were there in his formative years and they scored a lot of goals for very shit teams. So... If, you know, if Alex goes to be 60, 70 years old, he'll tell his kids about him. That was a question from Keen Joel on Twitter, by the way. Um, I don't feel like 
Vertonghen is a legend. I don't. Do you think he can be? I don't think so. I, I think he can be. Yeah. I think it's about attitude. If he plays another seven, eight years, then he can be. I think it's about how he holds himself and how how you display and whether or not you have passion and grit. Like Graham Roberts, you know, divides. But it's funny. Don't you find it funny though? But I, I, I see a lot of people kind of describe as that's what legend is. But then that type of thing is scoffed at. Like in, is it? It is, yeah. Why? What do you mean? God. I don't agree. I don't do. Either. Oh, well, I do. I think, um, I think that type of thing of having you know grit and determination and passion that type. It seems scoffed that if you're not the best technical player alongside to go with it, you're seen as you're seen as a lesser lesser player who might do all right because he's got these other type of players around. Well, Scott Parker won Player of the Year by a mile. And, you're, and, you're, and I would, I adore Scott Parker. And, yeah, and, he, and he embodies those things and that was voted for by the fans. You're, you're a lesser footballer if you're, all you've got is grit and determination. You're a lesser footballer. You're less good at football. Why? You're less good at a certain type of part of the game. Because ultimately the game is about grace and style and, and, and magic. Oh, I don't agree. Well, oh, no, partly, well, yeah. But the, the the fantastic thing about football is that it encompasses all of these different yeah. um, skill sets and, right, well, and, well, and attitudes. Would you consider Ginola to be a legend at times? Absolutely. Right, why? Because he... Because this is a player, ultimately, that was out for himself. You know, he was... Didn't work hard. He didn't work he didn't hard. Defend. He, he didn't defend at all. No. But he was mercurial when he got the football, and that's why we loved him. Yeah, which was that was, is what my point is. It's like, the exact like, opposite of what of the, all the, the attributes you you love about players. Well, yeah, but this doesn't mean that I, I can't appreciate things on in the other on the other way. Mm. And he was he was just such a beacon of light um, in in another in an otherwise. But, to be fair, a lot of players can reinvent themselves and have a bit of grit. Alan Smith, the Man United one, was a striker. And he became a defensive midfielder. and He had that mm-hmm. grit about him. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I mean, not, not, not to belittle Scott Parker, but not anyone could do what Janola does. Not anyone can do what Deli Ali does. It's once in a lifetime kind of thing. Isn't if Deli Ali wanted to be a defensive midfielder and start being a cunt, he could. <laughs> the, 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 the two yeah. players, I guess, that could do things that most others couldn't are that, that I've, I've experienced in my lifetime with Janola and Berbatov. They, they. Mm. Did not work. They did not move more than uh, an inch more than they absolutely had to, or could get away with. But when you gave them the ball, they did things that were incredible, unseen by my own eyes. It, but isn't it? This is why what I love about football, and what and what I worry of is 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 kind of moving out of the game because everything just in life in general just seems to be so binary nowadays. You're either one thing or the other, but. Someone like Scott Parker is, is everything I adore about a footballer in terms of very limited talent, um, but worked extremely hard to, to get out what he, what he, what he could and, and, and was very, very effective at what he did. But then on the other side, Berbatov filled me with, with a feeling that I, I didn't know he elevated, I had. He ele- you know? elevated us. Yeah. I, just, just to go back to that Parker thing, just in case people think we're dismissing him, he had... His ability laid in stuff, uh, laid in areas that weren't fanciful. Exactly. So he's he's understanding about being in the right place defensively at the right time. He's strength in the tackle, and you know he, at times his ability to carry the ball were heralded at the time. Was exactly what we needed under in that in that side when when that brought him in. Scott Parker came in at a time when Spurs still had that old tag about being having a soft underbelly, mm. and he came in with Adebayo at the same time and. I think we had maybe 31 points out of 33 when he joined because he just completely galvanised the team. His mere presence yeah. galvanised the team. Towards the end of his time as a bit of um, 
a figure of fun because of the 360 turns, but... Um, we outgrew him. Yeah, yeah essentially, and, uh, yeah, that's exactly and, what happened. Yeah. And you know what? Um, you wanted to talk more about Butland than the Lloris situation, I presume, because uh, that question is pretty much saying, would you take Butland over Hugo Lloris? And, um, I don't think I would. On, on the last extra inch, they made a point that, controversially a little, that Spurs may have outgrown Hugo Lloris a teeny, because uh, the Spurs that Hugo Lloris joined is not what we are now. And we require... He was a sweeper-keeper back then. He'd clear stuff up. But now we need someone who's a bit more like an Edison who's got a first touch of a, of, of a central that, midfielder. But Edison's incredible, though. I mean, it's very rare, I, isn't it? I'm yeah. not... No, I'm not saying we should have an Edison. I'm saying that the, the requirements of a I goalkeeper mean, for Tottenham him. Hotspur... You swap him. You swap Edison for Lloris now. Yeah, that goes without saying. But I'm saying what we require from our keeper now has evolved from when Hugo Lloris first joined Tottenham. I yeah, would take I Jack Butler purely on a longevity... Side of things because, I mean, he is he is still. I remember when we um, when we drew with Stoke to all the beginning of not last season, season before. Wasn't I sat it? with Flavagat again. Yeah, I sat with Bardi, and I remember. Um, I remember Jack, Jack Butland was was the best goalkeeper that I'd seen live, opposing goalkeeper that I'd seen live at White Lane. He was just fantastic, and and that was even then. That was two three years ago. He's had a serious injury since then. He's come. He's come back. He's in a team. He's in an awful awful team. At yeah, the yeah, it's terrible. Um, and I, I would, and I would, I would go on to say that if I could swap Jack Bullock for Hugo Lloris right now, no, I probably would. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because it's double not, down. It's not. No, I, all right, yeah, I would do. Yeah. There you go. Double I'm, down. I'm happy with that. It's not about presence in the box because Hugo Lloris has that. His failings is when the ball's at his feet. That's his. That's his failing. Well, but I'm not. But also, but I don't think any of us are saying like like you said, Steve, but. You know, but Hugo Lloris is, is done or is on his way down. It's not at all. I'm just saying, if, if that keep, option was there, if we keep Jack Butland is going to be for fantastic. Few years, I'm not going to complain about it. No. Uh, tell me, is is Butland better with the ball at his feet than Lloris? Um, because that's would, what we're talking about. Because if, if you're talking about if you're talking about shot stopping, presence in the box, yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah, decision making, you'd say Lloris is better in in every area. As as a, if you were to compare both goalkeepers right now, Hugo Lloris is the better goalkeeper. Yes, but, but s- I think moving forward, Jack Butland could become something very very special. Mm-hmm. Because then now, I mean, in the... Actually, no, fuck it. It's going to go to the history of goalkeepers, but no one cares. Uh, news, <laughs> news and articles. Uh, Rose has had a recurrence of his knee injury, could be out for a while. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's, he's been having trouble with it in training. I think we're seeing, I think we're generally seeing the end of Danny Rose, unfortunately. That's my gut feeling. Is Keeps that, him nice and safe for a move, doesn't it? Does it, though? I don't think that's what it's about. I think he's generally not... That what's better for Danny Rose is he has a great end to the season. If, if we're not playing him so we can get rid of him knowing he's fucked, that's some good Machiavellian shit that I love. No, I, I don't think saying, that. I'm not saying that we're doing that. I just think um, I think he'll be gone in January. Any, uh, regardless. He, he Who's going to buy him? He can't. He's, he's fucked. Who's going to buy him? If, if, he, if he, You're saying he's not injured. I think if there's an opportunity there for Manchester United to, to, to take Danny Rose and there's a situation there where Sessegnon comes in or whatever for us, then, then I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, it, but you're saying he's not fit. Are you saying that he's, he's pretending to be injured so much? No, 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 no. Man, I'm not going to buy a broken player. No, and that's no. what he is. Go on. Why would yeah. Why? Currently. Why? He's, play, he's played Hargis. three games since January. Hargreaves' injuries came when he was at Man U. And be before fair. as well. It wasn't as bad as... Um, no, but what, what I'm saying is, is that they're not short-sighted <laughs> enough to... to, to if, if that opportunity is there, and, and if, as we think, it was probably meant to happen in the mm. summer but didn't... Um, they're right, not, they're uh, not going to bid fifty million for for someone who could. Let, be a let me let me pose well, you a we'll hypothetical. See. If 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 we were trying to buy Danny Rose from Man United, and he'd played three games since January, 
Would you take him? Yeah, but it'll, it depends on so it's, it's so many different factors. They might they might see an opportunity for, like I say, if Sessignol comes in and, <coughs> and, and we get that one as a deal, then there might be an opportunity where it's, it's, it's less, a less of a this is a less of a complicated right, deal. What, what, what number would you would you, would you pay for Danny Rose right now if you were Man United? 30, 35 maybe? Uh, I agree. He's played three games since January. Yeah, but this is football. You've just seen Virgil van Dijk go for 75 million quid. Money means nothing now. Fit footballer. Yeah, but seven, more money than anyone has ever spent on a defender. And I'm not... That's just what happens as the game gets older and money gets bigger. That's just yeah. naturally what happens. It's the natural progression of things. But money means nothing now. So... To think about oh, what would you put it on, and, uh, United, United could afford 500 million quid if they wanted to. Mm. It's, 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 it's a non-issue. Pochettino says Son doesn't get the credit he deserves. I think, I, I, what, 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 who's he aiming at, do you think? Because fans definitely rate Son. I don't think anybody doesn't rate maybe it's Maybe it's like the press. I don't think... Um, he doesn't get the when, attention, does he? Well, the, no, I think when, when teams face Spurs, they don't prepare for Son. And I think that should be, I don't, I don't really see why Pochettino... I've not read the article. But I'm saying if he's complaining about that, I don't think he should. Well, no, I think he should because I think Poch sees an entire game plan. And if people are preparing for Son, they're not preparing perhaps for Harry Kane or Deli Ali or other people. And maybe we're seeing something in uh, Ali's game, uh, game where he's suffering because they're over-preparing for him. Yeah. And that's enabled Son to, to crack on as he has been. Because Son is a, a, a very, very good footballer. It's he, fantastic. He's among the, the better footballers that we've had at, at Spurs for a long time. He could be a legend. It could he. Why? Like if he was, because he's very good at football. If he was a, from Putney, he <laughs> could be a legend. <laughs> I, I, I've still got this thing about him because he's from South Korea and he's an Asian descent that people don't, the football community doesn't respect him. In I the think way it's more of a comparison thing. I think I, th- I think you could say a lot for you know there's an there's an English element of it because Deli Ali and Harry Kane will will always get more of a natural focus on things which is why it's laughable the amount of these other clubs that are disgusted with Deli Alley. but when he pops up and is doing that type of thing and winning penalties and winning free kicks on the edge of the box for England in the summer mm. uh, for the people that are interested in, in, in World Cups and stuff they'll, they'll be cheering for him but um, I think it's more of a comparison thing I think he was from, from what I gleaned from it it was more of a saying look you know, you're talking about Harry Kane every week and Deli Alley every, lack of form every week you know and look what when Son's doing every week for the he last fucking six fucking subs him half the time anyway so he's, he's as much to blame Son's always one of the first players to get subs so Pochettino's got to have a word of himself but do we, do we feel that we trust Pochettino when it comes to that type of thing now because I think I do you've looked at Carl Walker the story's coming out today about Pep Guardiola saying that Walker's struggling um, to play struggling to, week, play, yeah. struggling to play two games is a he? week yeah. yeah and this is exactly the type of thing that, that was that was said under Pochettino so I think it was Walker and um Dembele were, were the two notoriously that couldn't couldn't play two games in a week. Should we just Pep Guardiola talked about the, the festive, the Christmas schedule. The schedule is mental, but it is ridiculous. Yeah. and now all I, I fucking love it. Oh yeah, I do. I enjoy it. I, but, I, give give us all the games. I love the fact that we've got another game tomorrow. Yeah, but, I do. But what I'm saying, my my issue with it all is that these same, particularly red top journalists, who then when we draw when we draw with someone when England draw with someone. Random at the World Cup. Well, I'm mm. not sure who's in that group. I'm sure there's a couple of small people in there, isn't there? We get a nil-nil draw, or a one-one draw, or something. That they'll all be screaming to the rafters, and and any wonder why people like Deli Ali, Harry Kane, Jordan Henderson are all running to the ground because they're having you know three games, four games in, in the space of ten yeah, but days. Good. Get, get more, get more, get more. In, in fairness, more games. Are, hmm? 
there are Premier League players who play in other countries and they do fine in tournaments so yeah fuck it who gives a fuck anyway um, next question yeah uh, so um, questions was uh, this is from Richard Tyne on Twitter he says was Harry Kane's fiance justified in being annoyed with his IG post, Instagram post or is she being a bit temperamental displaying signs of crazy uh, and at what stage does your par- partner stalking of your social media cross the line from cute to crazy well, what happened was Harry, Harry Kane took a picture of all the hat-trick balls he's won and says, 2017 has been very good to me. Bring on 2018. Hashtag hat-trick balls. And his girlfriend, what is his wife to be? Fiance. Yeah, says, fiance, um, yeah. what about your first child? What about the engagement? Because, of course, they were great as well, babe. Yeah. I mean, look, he's playing... Well, they're just they're joking with each other, aren't they? Yeah. You'd yeah. hope so. <laughs> well, of course they are. I mean, I, I don't care whether they are or not. I mean, it's up to them. But the... Uh, the, he's he's playing to his audience. He knows he understands the reason why he's got X amount of Instagram followers is because he plays football. Uh, she has a fair point in that football isn't everything, and the uh, if we're taking it on like very serious, you know, on face value, football isn't anything everything. And uh, you know, the, the, the birth of his child and the engagement to her is probably as important. It would have got two likes for fuck's sake, so come on, deal with it. I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have liked it. I think it was joking. It was, I wouldn't it, have it liked it on Instagram. About. And uh, it's, not stalking. it's not stalking Like if you've got that many. He's obviously, she's obviously going to see everything her husband does. I love the fact that guys, whenever, whenever women do this type of thing, or, or it's like, comments, it's like oh, you're, you're crazy, yeah, you're psycho. psycho. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of problems, there's a wider problem in society about that it, uh, it drives me crazy it is because how um, men make other men behave I used to live with uh, back in the day I used to live with three other guys right oh yeah and they were all kind of pretty metrosexual all of them had a pair of hair they all had a pair of hair straighteners put that way right yeah without long hair just a question of making it nothing wrong with it but they were you know metrosexual concerned with the way they look yeah. so obviously I was the odd one out in that in that group um, but they would they would they would meet these girls, right? And then they'd bring them back a few nights at a week, the rest of it. But then after a few weeks, maybe a month, if they were lucky, these girls, uh, they would just like, just ignore them. Just stop texting them or just, just completely ignore them after that. And you go, okay, well, it's fine. You're not interested. But then <coughs> this girl might text them, you know, a week later saying, oh, uh, I haven't heard from you for a while. You know, everything all right? Uh, still, you know, and then maybe one other text, maybe one text, maybe two texts just to say, Oh, I haven't heard from the rest of it, and they'd be like, "Oh fuck it, now I can't believe it, psycho, mate, absolute psycho." Get them out, don't don't go anywhere near them. Yeah. Crazy. That's, it's just like that, that's mental abuse. That you know, I mean, there's lots of guys who say, you know, all these psycho women, but you got to look at yourself if it keeps mm-hmm. happening. You got to think, well, you know, because um, you know, we talked about mental health earlier, but also the way in which you treat the opposite sex or you know, sexual partners does have a factor in their mental yeah. health too. Yeah, I think I, I, by and large, the men I've known, the men, the man I've been. Is that um, that men men like putting their dick in women, right? They do, mm. and, and the vast vast majority of their life, they think, "Well, I don't want to. I've, I've put my dick in you. That's the end. That's it." And it's this horrible way to, to to behave. But that's generally the way a lot of men do conduct their activity. And I've done it in the past as well. And I'm I get embarrassed at times with the shit I've done. Do you find that you, as you get older, right? As you look, so I was. I'm 31 now, and I was sat. I was sat. I had a um, went went back home. Went back home to the West Country a couple weeks ago, and was and was chatting to an old an old mate who was was awful for that type of thing that we just talked about. Mm. Uh, not anymore, you know. He's he, you know he, he openly admits you know he was a bit of an idiot back then. But 
it makes me realise that, God, oh, scum back then. Yeah. You ever been to a club, right, where you've gone out with your missus and a few of her friends maybe, you've gone to a club with dancing and everyone there, and they've maybe had a little four or five of them dancing in, in, in the middle of a dance floor. And you see the men And descent. there's just a ring yes, of men disgusting. around the outside. Don't be that but, cunt. But are desperately trying to, to get inside that ring. Yeah. It's like, like sharks, literally just circling around the outside. And, and look, and I've, I've been I'm, one of them at 18, 19, 20. I'm not going to say I haven't. I've been one at 28. But when you, yeah, well, you know, I was done by then. But when you were, when you're looking at it, I was on this little raised bit um, around on the edge of a dance floor watching it. And it was, it was like watching something out of Blue Planet. Because it yeah. was like a school of fish that were just yeah. being herded yeah. into like this particular I, I corner. Went, I went to a, I went to an Animac uh, festival, uh, an Animac gig supported by Stormzy, and the only reason is that the type of clientele that Stormzy might bring would be more inclined to to, to, to objectify women. That that is a fact because I witnessed it. Mm. I was with my missus and her lesbian mates, lots of them, five or six, and. I was surrounded by men trying to get into this circle. <laughs> and I can't tell you how tightly gripped I had my missus. It's, uh, it's, it does, it it's terrifies. Not, Do you know why, why, why it terrifies me? It's because Ollie's, uh, my missus Ollie has got a little girl. And she's going to be sub- mm. subjected to that. Well, I've told you. I've told you a thousand and times. And that drives me up the fucking wall. I've to, I will raise... My I'll, girl, I, I genuinely I will pray kill, to God that my little girl... I will fucking kill a man who objectifies her. I will kill a man. Well, I, I mean, I genuinely pray to God that um, that my little girl is a lesbian. Because women treat each other better, man. Honestly, I, I, I hope yeah. that, sh- that she w- likes Women ladies. can be a pain in the ass, but men are cunts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So look, just don't don't be that guy, man. Just don't be be that guy. Like, find someone, sleep with them, make it clear that what that's what you want. Don't don't put your dick in a woman and then pie them off like they're nothing. Don't do that. Find that makes, public that, information. That makes you a fucking dick. Mm. What was next on the question? I thought it was at the end of the pod. No, no, no. no we've got Bardi's oh, question. Great, yeah, brilliant. Are you wanted to go on about? Oh, great. All right, Bardi. He says, "Does Ledley King start if all of our centre backs are fit?" Yes, of course he does. He gets in ahead of Vertonghen and Sanchez. This stemmed from his tweet yesterday where he says, Ledley King was a decent defender. His popularity is more due to the fact that we were bad during his time and that he replaced Judas. Footballing-wise, he'd be on our bench today and he's not a legend. Okay. Yeah, I, he's, I mean, he's completely wrong. Yeah, he's, uh, you agreed with him yesterday. No, I didn't. <laughs> Why would Bar- yeah. Bardi coming out saying stuff like that is is it's preposterous? Yeah. Again, in terms of legend, uh, there isn't anything else Ledley King could have done to become a legend other than going and winning a Premier League title. He did everything that was ever asked of him. Played through barriers of pain and through barriers of of shit uh, teammates to produce the type of quality that he produced. And that makes that makes him a legend. In terms of in terms of would he start if Sanchez he would get in in front of Sanchez right now he would of course he would but but I don't think he'd get if we were playing four at the back you know that traditional four four two as perhaps we would have played at that time would he got in front of Toby or Jan not out of error out of error is a better defender than than the King but he'd get in front of both I'm not sure I wouldn't put him at Everton no you fucking idiots. You're but that doesn't make him any less of a legend. It doesn't make him any less of a hero. I'm not, I'm not shitting on his fucking parade. I'm saying you two are idiots. So, 
I don't think Potts would want to have two right-footed defenders at centre-back. Oh, yeah, but you're putting logic that's and madness. stuff into that's, it. That's madness no, as well. No, it's not. Yeah, yes, it it's is. It's a fact. It's a fucking fact. Fucking Tell me when he's had two right-footed centre-backs. Huh? Tell me when he's played two <laughs> right-footed centre-backs. As if he'd know that even if there was well, an opportunity. If Vertonghen is fit, he plays. If Vertonghen's not because fit... Because he's left-footed. No. That's not the only reason why he starts. But I'm saying if um if it was Alderweireld, Vertonghen... Uh, Ledley King at centre back. He would pick Patonga and Alderweireld. To be, to be fair, the difference shade on on, on, on Ledley King. You, you oh, know, I'm shade on Hugo Lloris, man. Own it. Fuck it. 2018. I'm owning to, it. To be I've fair, said it. To, <laughs> to, to, to be fair, the difference with Ledley King is that he could have stepped up into do that type of role that Dyer does um, for us, which I don't think Patonga can do. I don't think you could put Patonga in. This was a man whose body failed him from about 24 years onwards. Failed him, and yet was still our best defender for a decade. Our best defender, yeah. He's yeah. our best defender ahead of Michael Dawson and fucking Ricardo Rocker. Big fucking, f- big fucking whoop! I can't, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Look, like, like, tweet us, either one of the two things, T's a cunt or Alex is a cunt. Yeah, do that. Do that directly to me, Alex from Bristol. Tweet, yeah. I'm a cunt. Uh, do, I tweet that. Flav's a cunt. DM him that, actually. Yeah, DM me, Flav's a cunt, with a picture. Like, write down the piece of paper next to your dick. That's the only tweet, way I'll, I'll tweet, read it. Tweet that through me for all throughout January. And just remember, it's Veganuary as well. So think of all the other people that are doing Veganuary. What are you doing? We don't do politics people. on there. We don't politics. do politics. Yeah, it is politics. Yeah, yeah, T does vegan. You're not doing it this year. You should do it. Every do you know year. what? No, I'm never doing it again. For every animal you don't eat, I'm going to eat an animal and I'm a vegetarian. That's, that's how much you wind me up. Good. That's what I, I want. I'm going to go and have a KFC right now. Well, I'll come with you. I don't really want to be a KFC. Well, it would make me feel a bit sicky. Sicky if I thought. What's the last question? Sicky, uh, Tom Marsh is on Twitter. He says, "What is your favourite sea creature and why?" This is more for you too. I don't really give a fuck. Great white shark, motherfucker. There you go. Yeah, uh, sperm whale. Not a, not a not a uh, humpback. No, sperm whales are hunted more. They need they need help. They need support. All right, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone's happy that the fighting cock's back once again. I hope, you- we, I hope we've wound up of our opinions. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ledley King is a legend. He is better than Sanchez and Fatonga. Ledley King. King is a legend. Fuck Ledley King. <laughs> take that back now. <laughs> Say that you're joking. So, so, uh, uh, I will take it. I will take it back. Yeah, because, that is a uh, lot. That is a lot. I will take it back like because when I saw him, when I went to the under 18s at the training ground, everyone's uh, had a drink last year and, and saw him. I was. Uh, I literally I stood uh, outside the little awe. bit waiting for him for about forty minutes to come out just to say. Yeah. Hi. Just so just just to reiterate, say I'm sorry. That was a joke. Say it. Well, I won't say I'm sorry, but it was a joke. Yeah. Just say sorry because he might be listening to this. The club are definitely listening to this, and you've just you've just said fuck Ledley King. Well, if the, if the club know me at all, then, then but they won't the, know you. They, they, know they listen every week. Are. They just listen to what you're saying. <laughs> say sorry. Just no. say it. Just say sorry. I'm sorry, Ledley King, for being a dick. No. Mate, it's 2018. We're doubling down. Exactly. We're owning our opinions. Yeah. Be a vegan. Own, own your See opinions, you later. Don't be a dick. Like, if you press the button. No, press stop. Nah, stop now. You press stop. Which button is it? Well, no, nah, it's not. It's Bull Street equipment. There. Do you? you, you Bull know, Street equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously uh, the square for stop. Look, he's such a stooge. Corporate stooge these days. Remember the days when he was like, you know, fight the machine, fuck the system. Look yeah. at him, Bull Street equipment. Yeah, press the fucking yeah. button, you mug.
cheap box Everybody wanna come and run it But they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy Ha ha Fighting cock and we don't give a shit Everybody knows flat baits and prick We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli bye, bye. Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.